we go. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, you hate T. Testing, testing, you hate Z. The podcast, everyone hates it, B. <laughs> I figured we'd start it off in a new way than just saying, and we're live. Yeah. Back to the podcast everyone hates, but, you know, we are live, and this is the podcast everyone hates, and this is T. And I'm sitting right next to my co-host, Z. Z, what's the date today? Oh, let's see. Oh, it's uh, October 30th, a Monday. Halloween's tomorrow. Oh, the big spooky ghost. Yeah, the big spooky ghost. Spooky ghost. Now, we we bought a bunch of candy to hand out to the kids in the neighborhood, but (laughs) asterisks on that because I've eaten almost all of it, and I know you did some damage on the candy as well. Yeah, well, yeah, I... Half expect to walk in the door and see just T crying naked, rubbing <laughs> chocolate on himself, saying, "Why did I do?" This? I have a I have a serious problem with I I don't eat candy year round, and then every Halloween there's always that like fun party bag of mixed chocolates, and as soon as I have one, I just can't stop myself. You hate a nice Kit Kat. I wish I could eat candy and do things in moderation. It's either all or nothing. <laughs> That's fair. It's but, a lot. Of thing, true with a lot of things. Are you a big candy guy? Yeah, I mean, I don't buy it usually or eat it as much anymore. Yeah, but I, I like it. I got a nice little sweet tooth. You got a sweet tooth? Yeah. Mmm. Can mm. What's your favorite candy? It used to be Reese's, but I think I'm changing now. To what? It's probably. I mean, I, I, Kit Kat might be up there. Ooh. I, I also like the peanut butter Snickers. Oh. And, you know, similar. You know, I like Butterfinger. It just kind of yeah. depends. Have you ever seen the memes of those people who eat Kit Kats? Like, they just take a big bite out of the Kit Kat bar instead of breaking the Kit Kat off individually? Yeah, that's a lot you're, you're the kind of guy who would just take a big bite out of the Kit Kat and not snap each bar off individually. Yeah, that's a lot audacious. Yeah, no, you're a psychopath. You probably, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably, if you do it like that, you're probably like Kevin Spacey and inviting 14-year-old boys to your sex room. There we go. This is what we wanted to talk about. Just perfect segue. Yeah. we're gonna, Not really, but. We're going to talk about conspiracies, and we're going to talk about just the audacity, the uh, the audaciousness. Is that a word? Audaciousness? Yeah, I think so. Is it Audaciousness. Word? The audaciousness of what's going on in Hollywood right now. The Kevin Spacey thing. Made me laugh pretty hard. I'm going to bring up the article you sent me, but what what were your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, it's pretty audacious. I guess he's just doing the same shit that he was doing in House of Cards, where he's making out with his bodyguards and that kind of thing. But even spoiler then, alert: even Frank Underwood was not trying to bang 14 year old boys. So I'm going to read. I'm going to read his tweet because I feel like there's a lot of things wrong with his tweet. Uh, he tweeted today after, well, a little back backstory. Um, Anthony Rapp, who apparently was on Star Wars? Star Trek. Star Trek? I mean, he was now. He looked familiar. Like, I recognized him from Star Okay, but this but... happened when he was 14 and he's 46, just coming out saying all this stuff now. Like, <laughs> why, would, why have you waited 32 years? I mean, because it's okay to start. Everybody's just. Can spill in the beans now, but that's beside the point. I mean, there, if it's like j- exposing someone's dark past is like the trendy thing to do right now in Hollywood, which is ridiculous. Well, it didn't used to be, so now it is. Now, that's what I'm saying. Like now, everyone, you know how many ridiculous things are going to come out. Like Hollywood's a fucked up place, and if just saying well, like what terrible things happened in your past in Hollywood or is like the trendy thing to do. We're going to find a lot of skeletons in a lot of people's closets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every, it, I, now I'm just assuming everybody's into everything. So, <laughs> but, it, but Kevin Spacey tweeted today, I have a lot of respect and admiration for Anthony Rapp as an actor. Oh, we know. I'm beyond horrified to hear his story. I honestly do not remember the encounter. It would have been over 30 years ago, but if I did behave then... As he describes, I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior, and I am sorry for the feelings he describes having carried with him all these years. This story has encouraged me to address other things about my life. I know that there are stories out there about me that have that 
Some have been fueled by the fact that I have been so protective of my privacy. As those closest to me know, in my life I have had relationships with both men and women. I have loved and had romantic encounters with men throughout my life. <laughs> and I chose now and I choose now to live as a gay man. I want to deal with this honestly and openly and that starts with examining my own behavior, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> What a ridiculous guy! <laughs> just trying to throw, like, just trying to throw the "I'm gay" card to try yeah. and, as a smokescreen. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what's gonna tame this fire of molestation and pedophilia? If I just come out as a gay man, <laughs> because they're gonna be like, oh, he's so strong, he's so he's so strong-willed for fighting the uh, the odds and everybody hating him in Hollywood and everything. Well, yeah, being gay isn't PC enough anymore to. To trump the fact that he tried to hook up with a 14-year-old. No, but so. if he would have came out as a transgender woman, he would have had, had an easy ride. He would have had to throw something so audacious out there to like distract from this. I mean, seriously, though, that's, it's a little bit weird that uh, that someone would come out and openly admit to doodling a uh, 14-year-old. But he didn't doodle him. He tried to doodle him. But, well, trying to doodle a 14-year-old and just labeling it as inappropriate drunken behavior. I feel like that's not the best way to, uh, like, as soon as you throw drunken in there, everyone is just going to start saying that he's trying to use being drunk as a cop-out. Just like all all the college females who get allegedly raped, quote-unquote, say they were just drunk. And uh, see, now you, no, you can't blame the victim, T. I, I mean, you can't. But it's uh, the same thing as <laughs> any, anybody who's doing anything appropriate. So, like, anybody who, you know, grabbed somebody by the pussy or did something sexually inappropriate to somebody else and yeah. they just try and use drunk as a cop-out, so. It's ridiculous, though. I don't think that you can just say that you were drunk and then that be like, oh, okay, that's fine, then. Well, I, yeah, I think at this, uh, he he kind of knows he's fucked at this point. So there's not really a lot of no, really, nobody's whoever, really buying any of those excuses. Whoever his publicist is or his manager should have advised him to not speak of the issue. I feel like the people who just, instead of coming out and trying to fight these allegations, you just you just like go to Mexico for a couple months and just lay low and stay out of the spotlight and and then these things just go away. Well, I mean, he maybe he felt bad because he knew it was true and he was like he didn't really he just kind of wanted to admit it. Yeah. I mean, him and Harvey Weinstein and you know, every every Joe Blow under the sun has probably got doodled by someone they didn't want to in Hollywood. <laughs> Everybody's trying. Yeah, it's a lot of creepy. Uh, creepy. Uh, I was gonna use slang that we, it doesn't really fit for our what, general what audience. I was gonna say Douglas. <laughs> That's fine. We can say Douglas. Yeah, I can mean, we just explain to the people what Douglas is. Uh, I mean, long backstory behind it, but creepy equals Douglas. That's all you gotta know. You're not gonna give the people an explanation. No, I'm not going to. We don't need to alienate anybody. <laughs> When we say something's Douglas, there's a person from back in the day. We're not gonna we're not gonna say last names or where we know him from, but he was a weird guy. And uh, instead of saying things were creepy or someone was being creepy or weird, we just said this guy's being Douglas. <laughs> so now every time that a situation comes about where someone's acting strange or or a little a little weird, we just say that guy's being Douglas. One of those things that just slides into the verbiage. It's, and just it's one of the reasons everyone hates us. That's why this podcast is called The Podcast Everyone Hates because we say a lot of audacious things that people, you know, just can't comprehend. They're tiny little pea brains. Well, I mean, we're pretty hateable people in general. So. Yeah, dude, we're super smart and super likable. <laughs> Girls are just as funny as men. Come on. Yeah, guys. get over it. Get over it. Okay. Well, um, what did we want to talk about today? We wanted to talk about a little bit about the audacious Kevin Spacey deal, and uh, and you got anything more on that? I mean, yeah, I mean, it I was mean, just what, interesting. It didn't we didn't break it down real, real? I mean, what is there to unpack that hasn't been unpacked? Just that the fourteen-year-old was probably asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing out a hot take. <laughs> 
I mean, if you're going to play devil's advocate, well, I, I think maybe, I think drunk Kevin Spacey probably thought that he was into it. Because, well, I guess he went to this party that Kevin Spacey had, but it was all, like, adults drinking, and he wasn't, like, into it. So he, like, went into a room by himself, was watching TV, and didn't realize everybody else had left. So drunk Kevin Spacey came in there. He's probably like, oh, this kid wants to bang me. And then, so then he picked up and tra- he picked him up and put him on the bed and was, like, trying to hook up with him. And, <laughs> and the, yeah, the kid quickly was like, yeah, no. You know what's crazy is that if that was a woman, an, a 26-year-old female, hot female actress, everyone would be like, oh, sweet, dude. Oh, yeah, That's no one would awesome. give a shit at all. How audacious is that, though? I mean, talk about a double standard. Yeah. I if mean, it, it's hard because it's, it's hard to juxtapose a lot of the... Uh, Treating people equally, but at the same time, the context that men and women are different. So, I mean, it's 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 not an easy. It, it, I mean, it's definitely inappropriate for a 26-year-old and a 14-year-old in general. Yeah. But, I mean, people are still going to look at men and women eat differently. And a lot of times, the older person, it's a lot more, it seems a lot more predatory if it's an older man than a younger female. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why that, I mean, I wonder why that is. I think that... Uh it makes me think of that South Park episode where they go in and all the cops are like, wait, nice. it was a woman? It was, she was ugly, though, right? And they're like, no, she's pretty attractive. He was like, so what's the crime? <laughs> and the guy's like, the crime is she wasn't doing it to me. <laughs> and they're all like, nice. <laughs> it's so true, though. I mean, there's not a lot of scenarios where you see an attractive, you know, mid-20s teacher trying to hook up with, like, a... A, t- a teenager that's her student or something. Well, every time it happens, it is all over the news because everybody all over eats the it news. up. It's so it's all hard to news. say how much it actually happens. It's all over the news, but nobody nobody's looking at that story with the same disgust as when a man does that to a to a girl. <laughs> well, I will say it was a uh, when bar barstool. You know, they frequently noise. <laughs> Do the they t- always like tweet about the teacher sex scandals? And there was the one where it was like the teacher was actually texting like the student, sending him nudies and trying to get him <laughs> to fuck her, and he said no. <laughs> like you can't just wave your your authority over me. And he was like, and it it was like they're t- like saying like what a great story for young men that women <laughs> women think that they can just have sex whenever they want and that will just say yes and this kid pulling this the power kid. move of turning down a hot older lady he said you're throwing that pussy my way but i'm dodging i'm good i'm dodging i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't I'll curve it. i'll curve I you it. i don't need it i had a friend in high school who's uh his mom so he was adopted but his mom was a high school student when his dad, who was a teacher there, and this was back in like the 70s, and the teacher, which was his dad, and the student, which was his mom, they dated while, I mean, openly dated in when she was in high school and he was a teacher. Like, it, back then it was just fine. It was free love, you know what I mean? Like, peace to yeah. everybody. What, oh, boy, how times have changed. <laughs> well, I mean, I know yeah, maybe things were different back in the day, but like 70, it doesn't seem that long ago where even if maybe you could do a little bit more on the DL, like they could openly yeah. date and seems like that might be a little bit of an, everybody knew been about an it. issue. Every, yeah, everybody knew about it. It was just like, it was just an okay thing. It was just like vintage, like once school's out, he, she takes the bus home and then he gets in his, you know, 75 Mustang and picks her up in his Letterman sweater and <laughs> she's wearing her poodle skirt and they just have a hop, hip hop happening time across town. There are no rules. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know what else is crazy? Patriot candles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, we were, what were we, what were we doing when we started talking about conspiracies, oh, it was the Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas shooting. They're calling the Las Vegas shooting a conspiracy. Well, I mean, and I've I, seen wanted, a lot I wanted of to get your take on that because you're you're not a conspiracy guy, right? Well, I mean, I think I it, it depends on. I think some of them are a little bit more credible than others. I mean, I on it's just I know I've seen you know the rumors about you know where the shots were coming from and rumor and things like that and. Uh, it depends on the conspiracy, you know, I think some aren't, you know, are possibly more credible than others, but yeah. generally just because I'm not willing to buy into a conspiracy just because you can find evidence for it. Cause there's a lot of times you can, 
regardless of what the truth is. You yeah. can always find things to support your viewpoints. But, and, I mean, when you have video evidence, like what they're saying is there was multiple shooters from multiple rooms, and uh, they've, they, haven't, they haven't found anybody or anything like that. And they, there's video of multiple shots coming from different rooms while, while this thing, whole thing was going on. They're saying that it had, like, the MGM was involved, and it was some big, uh, like, ploy to, I don't don't even, but see, that's the thing, is I don't know what their agenda would have been. Well, yeah, well, one, I'd have to, you know, you have to see all the video evidence and have to kind of see, you know, who's saying this and what what they're basing it on. But that's, yeah, the Vegas one is one where I don't, what would be the motive there? Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to look online to see if I could find you know if I was just spitballing you know just trying to think of a motive something could have then maybe like somebody who is so you know anti guns that they're trying to you know cause mm-hmm. a mass shooting to try and get people to do something about gu- gun control you know what's crazy though is the Las Vegas shooter had checked into multiple hotels throughout the yeah like, I, like, I did see past that. couple like, months like. Lollapalooza. Like he had a room book there. Yeah, I mean, we actually knew some people who were at Lollapalooza who found out that that he had checked in there and he, like, that was one of the potential targets he was going after. I mean, I don't know how he landed on the country concert in Las Vegas, but apparently he was looking all over the country for the best place to, like, take these people down or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's really all conjecture. I mean, without. Any kind of hard evidence? How are we gonna kind of know what, kind of what his deal was and why he did what he did? The problem is, is I'm trying to sit here and find like conspiracy theories. But if I'm reading something from like Fox News, I'm not gonna believe it. It's more credible than something on the internet. I mean, as much as you everything's so? fake you think, news, you really think so? Though? I first of all, I don't. I think it's idiotic how people on the left or right. We'll call CNN and I mean Fox News. They're both you know biased in their own way. You're that you I mean openly acknowledge oh these are fake news, but you'll people will believe anything that they see on the internet. Like it's Facebook articles that are shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's I, obviously all these news stations are biased, but at least they have to report to a certain standard. Everybody will believe. It's kind of ridiculous how people are perfectly willing to believe internet news. Yeah, but. I don't think Fox News is pumping out the truth, just like I don't think any anybody else is pumping out the truth. I mean, they're extremely biased, but you know they have to. You can skew facts, and they're not making up just crazy shit. Yeah, usually. but if the story's not true, then it doesn't really matter what you're saying. Because, like, so if you're, let's say, you take this story and Fox News tries to skew the data to help the right side or whatever. Like, as soon as you take away the truth of it then you're pretty much just doing what the conspiracy people do, and you're just fluffing it up to be a false story. I no, mean, I mean, it's you're, fake. You're painting a false narrative, right? It's all fake news. But that's the other thing. If if you say that, and you have, like, the nihilist approach, well, I mean, that's what, what I mean, I do. That's I just, what I'm saying, is if you if you won't believe, like, news, if, if you don't think that news stations can be trusted, like, what news can't you believe, then? Exactly. There isn't really anything credible. But I feel like there's got to be some hope for getting news, because if, if you're, like, you know, kind of like we are, and you're just, like, I don't believe anything anyone says when it comes to media, that's just a sad, that's just a sad outlook. I mean, like, where where are we supposed to find our information, then? I mean, the best you can do is just to try and, like, read, it, like, the most factual articles you can and just try. Because everything is slightly inherently biased. It's just human nature. Is yeah. even when their people are trying not to be biased, they're going to show a little bit of bias. So you just have to try and find the best sources you can and then try and read it with an open mind and try not to just. The terrible thing about this kind of stuff is whenever it happens, normally throughout history, you when something like this happens, you try to have copycats of it. Like people who are so messed up in the head that they see all the attention that this guy's getting and they try to uh they try to recreate it. I mean, well yeah, there's been mass plenty of mass shootings now, so it's that hardly the, it's hardly a new concept. You know what I didn't realize about that whole thing though was that when I mean he killed fifty people, I didn't realize that that was the biggest mass shooting of all time. For some reason I, I just assumed that there was a bigger mass shooting than 50 50 people is a lot i'm not taking away from the number but you would just think that 
the biggest shooting of all time would be more than 50 people. Well, when you're thinking of mass shootings, I mean, you got to think it's generally a single gunman. Yeah. And in most cases, it's going to be harder just to get such a higher body count than you think. He was in a situation where high vantage point, people were in a confined area. Yeah. Like a lot of other mass shootings, like Columbine, Sandy Hook, I mean... Yeah, you're shooting. Un- a lot of people are being shot, and you know, and they're unarmed. And that kid but... who was dressed up like the Joker in the movie yeah. theater. Which, I mean, it's, yeah, I guess, I mean, because eventually not all your shots are going to be kill shots. You're going to wound people. Like, yeah. As far as pe- pre- being prepared and having the most, most weapons at his arsenal, he was probably more prepared than other people because he had modified weapons. He had, like, bump yeah. magazines and all kinds of stuff to make his fire rates faster. And... What's your thought on the whole gun policy? What gun policy? Just Second Amendment rights. I mean, I think it's. I'm not going to say broad whether I'm for or against gun control because that's stupid. I want to talk about individual policies, like because obviously I don't want. There's some. There's got to be somewhere in between. Everybody should can have a gun and nobody can have a gun. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm asking you. What What's your opinion on what What's the right way to go about it? I, I'm well. I'm. I certainly wouldn't know. Uh, that's why it's just an opinion. I, yeah, with I mean, obviously, I would kind of want as many, as, you know, as thorough as you can be with background checks. Which I mean, I was kind of reading about this a little bit. Like yeah. generally speaking, you have there is a national background check for firearms. Though if you're selling person to person within the state, you don't have to do it. So it's kind of yeah. weird. Um, yeah, there's a lot of loopholes, like, yeah, like gun loopholes. shows. And, and I mean, when when you go through conventional channels and buy guns, they are pretty thorough about background yeah. checks. But there are loopholes and different kinds of things you can do. Um, I get, uh, Generally speaking, as good as good as we can be as far as preventing people with criminal histories or mentally ill people from getting hold of firearms, yeah. I'm 100% for that. And probably limiting uh, yeah. as dangerous, you know, it's far as like automatic weapons and assault rifle rifles how people get yeah. their hands on those but the thing with that too is there's some there's illegal modifications that people can do so you could buy yeah. a, go buy something legal and then modify it illegally to make it more dangerous so like it, yeah. it's tough people are always going to find ways around things that's my thing my thing is uh you know I'm 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 one of those guys who's like if if you want to kill as many people as you possibly can as a terrorist act, you're going to find a way to do it. You're going to find a way to get the weapons. Somebody's going to sell them to you if that if that's what like if that's your goal. But on the other side, I'm like why what people who are like have, you know, erections for guns and they're like they just can't understand why you know, you know, the government's trying to take our guns away. It's like what? Why do you need so many? Some people, you know, what I mean, like some people like to collect them and all that kind of stuff. But automatic weapons and, you know, I feel like people shouldn't have. There's like a there should be like a cutoff point, which uh, there is. You know, I mean, people aren't allowed. It's illegal to have automatic weapons, right? No, I mean you have to look. I have to kind of look exactly know. what laws yeah. are. I don't think they're inherently. I I I think I mean I don't know. I'd have to look. Taking up laws. away guns is. A, dumb stupid idea though well i mean people who are like because that's what they did in australia or they did that somewhere where they rounded up all the guns and it just like there's you know it it doesn't do any good for anybody i don't think yeah i'm for better smarter gun laws as far as trying to do the best that you can yeah but the the only thing is one yeah i mean regardless of whatever laws you have people are still going to be able to get their hands on yeah the, these things and that's just how it goes like i mean that's why you've got you know cities with toughest gun laws in the nation like chicago and there's still so many people shooting each yeah. other but and then the other thing is too i mean that's it seems kind of ridiculous that you would ever say like when people like crazy rednecks are like, oh, like they want all their guns so that the government can't like yeah. control us and <laughs> yeah, and, and that it is kind of ridiculous. But then again, if you're a conspiracy guy, like if the go- if the government ever did try and like take control, I mean, people like that are 
the kind of thing that yeah. they're that the government would be afraid of. Yeah, exactly. And it's a things like that that if a, another country ever tried to invade the mainland of America, so many of our citizens are armed <laughs> that yeah. it would be. Well, you know, that's like the militia. You know, that's like but going back to the why the amendment is was even you know there in the first place because. They had to have a militia. They had to have regular people, Joe Schmoes, with guns that on any given moment could be called in to fight for the goddamn United States of America. <laughs> and and that's why, you know, the... I mean, the reason we won the Revolutionary War was... I mean, one, England didn't care enough to commit long-term yeah. to kind of pull us. Because if they had gone balls out on, you know, wanting to keep us in the, you, they could have done it. But two, it's like, it's so hard when you're fighting a guerrilla force that just ca- is fighting on their own home yeah. turf and they care more and they're hiding in the woods and stuff. Those are just the worst kinds of wars. That's why we lost Vietnam. Yeah. Is because that's the kind of war that we were fighting. Talk about a messed up situation with that whole thing. There's all kind of conspiracy around that. Yeah, I mean, there's... Yeah. There's got to be, there, there's got to be a point where I'm 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 on this big big like thing thinking about there's so many crazy messed up things that are happening. There's got to be a breaking point where we just kind of stop doing it. Like it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and then like shooting, shooting, shootings, and then like arguing left, right. You know, like I feel like we're just gonna like kind of crumble, and then just kind of come back to to medium. Hopefully, I think yeah, I think there's a good chance things will get worse before they get better. The night is always darkest before the dawn. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard because I'm definitely. I think that you know there probably need to be better gun laws, but I'm not exactly sure. I mean, as far as you know, definitely for as strong you know background checks as you can have, and yeah. maybe limiting how easy it is to get a hold of more dangerous weapons. But I'm not. I'm still like anybody who hasn't have a violent criminal history or no mental illness i mean they should be able to own a gun if they want to for sure yeah i agree i also think it's going to be crazy impossible to try to stay ahead of technology you know because with the advancement of technology you have advancement of weapons and normally the advancement of weapons comes before you know goes out to military before it goes to anyone else and then once that happens it's just like the it's just like vintage chain reaction like once you they have better grade weapons and the the ones they were using kind of go to the wayside and you kind of see them floating around when police get better weapons then the criminals get better weapons to compensate exactly and And, you know i mean you, you can only imagine in the next 20 to 50 years looking at the past you know, 20 to 50 years, where we'll be at in terms of weapons, especially when you start talking about nuclear and all, all this crazy stuff. I mean, I mean, like, what if they just start, what if they got, like, laser beam guns? <laughs> like, what, what do you do? How do you... Video game shit. I mean, that's kind of what, you know, with the whole cold, after the Cold War thing, with how nuclear weapons are developed, that's why, like, Basically, not that this is necessarily fair, but us and some of the other countries that had nuclear weapons are like, the, all of a sudden, like, all right, nobody can have nu- <laughs> make nukes anymore. Yeah. Even though we've got more than everybody else, <laughs> nobody else can make nukes. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of where things. It's every time a country like North Korea or Iran starts building, then we throw sanctions at them, and it's basically nobody's allowed to develop any further as far as nuclear weapons than where they already are. That seems like a great idea because. I mean, as soon as one nuke is dropped right now, with how tense everything is, could you imagine a nuclear war? Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of the... Yeah, I mean, that's... I I feel like yeah, you only hear that talk with North Korea because, like, everybody else is, like, knows, Yeah. okay, we can't do this because we're all fucked if we yeah. do. But, you know, as soon as someone does, as soon as someone drops that nuke, because, you know, you're going to have North Korea drop a nuke. Okay, let's then we're going to come in and drop a nuke. Well, whoever hates us is going to be like, they can't drop nukes, and they're going to drop a nuke on us, and then we're going to start nuking, and it's just going to be one big nuke fest. It just reminds me, have you seen the, it was a, that video of, like, everybody nuking each other? I don't know if you saw it when we were, it was popular when we were in high school, <laughs> and it was like an E-Bombs World video, and it's basically like an animated thing, and we're shooting nukes at each other. First of all, talk about a website I haven't heard in a long <laughs> E-bombs time. World. E-Bombs World? <laughs> that used yeah, to be it was so big back in the day. That shit used to be awesome. I feel like I'd seen like every video on Wasn't that Wasn't that kind of like World Star before World Star? I, I mean, it was, clum- I, it was a lot what different. What did than, E-Bombs it was, World It was have. a lot of games and like funny videos and shit. God. 
what a reference you just dropped. I mean, I haven't thought about <laughs> I mean, they, they had like, like prank call soundboards and stuff of oh, like celebrities yeah. from movies <laughs> and shit. What was that Comedy Central show? Prank the prank call show. Oh, crank crank anchors. What was it called? Yeah, crank anchors. <laughs> uh, and while we're on this, just this vein thing, celebrity death match. Oh God. <laughs> They, that used to be some funny shit. <laughs> Just the random stupid stuff that we like to watch when we were in junior high. That's so vintage. That's so vintage. I mean, talking about conspiracies, though, there's no way you think that 9-11 wasn't an inside job, do you? <laughs> I don't think it Are is. Are you serious? I'm not going to say that there isn't, like, I couldn't believe it of the government. I could. Because 9-11's one conspiracy that, like, I have researched and spent time well, looking can, into I just and, I just think it is you could, could find I mean compelling evidence for anything it's so stacked up against there's so much obvious evidence I mean you can find things that su- you could that support that point but I just think it's and you don't think that it's crazy though how as soon as that happened they instituted the department the the department of homeland security didn't exist before 9-11 and as soon as that happened they uh started the department of homeland security which gave federal power to individual state uh like like the it, it was a they because you were able to infiltrate the state i don't even know how to say it like information that could be so the Fed can control the state information, which it didn't used to be like that before that. But that's what the Department of Homeland Security does. So now they have eyes on like everything when they used to just not have information from state to state. And the the whole big conspiracy is that nine eleven was their way of being able to institute power over each intelligence over each individual state. I mean, that, yeah, or you could just be capitalizing on a situation that happened and use it to be able to get that kind of power for the government. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that, I, as far as, you know, I'm not going to say there aren't interesting conspiracy theories that could potentially be true. I'm just saying I don't buy them. And there's But why not, though? A lot of, the, I mean, in, unless we're going to get into specifics and things yeah. like that. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I buy that one far more than like the moon landing one. Moon landing, I think, is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can see why people, you know, people believe them, and you yeah. know, there's interesting evidence that definitely supports the, that those kinds of conspiracies. But it's just, I feel like sometimes you just don't think it's worth people your time try to believe and connect it? dots that aren't necessarily there just because they want something to be true. Yeah, uh, and I and I think you know there were there things sometimes shit just happens, mm-hmm. and maybe some I think sometimes people try and put put more think more intelligent moves and motives behind the people that are in charge. I, and de- I feel I like agree. even if if this was a government conspiracy, there was a lot that they put up to chance to where I think that it seems if they that this was their plan. Yeah. Seems like a pretty audacious plan that had oh, yeah. a, there were a lot of easier ways to go than do the than that. I feel like there were more logical things that they could do to achieve the, their ends. But than I'm a that. firm I'm a firm believer in that the government or whoever's running running the show, whoever's like whoever is support like paying for everything and running the show has way more control over us than we realize. I think behind closed doors in big government, there's a lot of things that go on that they wouldn't tell us about, or there's moves that they make because they're they have to control an entire country of people, and it can't get out of hand. And I I, I do believe I I strongly believe that they are so many steps ahead of us in terms of running this country that I bet there's a lot of information they would never openly share with us because we would freak out i agree with that i just think that for them to try and plan i I think it's a pretty audacious plan that would i that it doesn't seem it wouldn't seem like a very smart plan to achieve whatever goals and ends they have i I mean there'd be something far more intricate and and I feel like there's a lot that that would have been left up to chance that I think it'd be a pretty audacious plan for the government to like 
think that that would be a, a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would normally agree, and I agree with you on a lot of government conspiracies that are like that, but the 9-11 one is just, there's so much in terms of, like, what they found, what kind of chemicals they found at the wreckage, and... I was kind of looking at, like, the thermite or whatever yeah. it was. But. And, you know, the, what really convinced me about the whole thing, which obviously I think it's a conspiracy... And I think the government was involved. I don't know why. I'm not trying to say I know, you know, what they were trying to accomplish or, you know, if they were, like, what their motive was. But when they had the, <clears throat> they gathered, like, the world's smartest people, architects, engineers, you know, chemists and all this. They, they had a team of people who went out there and unbiasedly just studied what happened. Well, I say unbiasedly, you know, I, they they could have had a, some sort of motive, you know. But if you, they have a whole report. They went to court, and they like there's this whole deal that this team um, of people went out and they studied the whole thing. And because <clears throat> I work in construction and concrete and all that, and like the the support that that building had underneath the ground was so strong and went so far down that there was absolutely no way that building was collapsing in on itself without explosions. So, like, if you think about, you see the building above ground, underneath the ground, hundreds of feet of structural support. And if anything, if that what, what they determined was 100% guaranteed if that plane hit that building, that's wherever it hit, like, that's where it would stop. It would not just collapse in on itself. There's like 0% chance. If anything, it would have hit and maybe shifted it right or left a little bit. But it's so it had so much structural support that, that there's no way that building was caving in. Well, I mean, I feel when I was reading about it, too, I don't think everybody is in agreement. about. I, I think there's a lot of credible people that believe that, but I don't think everybody that's looked at it agrees that there's yeah. no way. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't see, I mean, it's how, how, you know what I mean? How would it just come straight down? I, I don't know. With how much? I'm not, Yeah, that's not my area of expertise. <laughs> it's not? No, you, surprisingly. No, I'm just saying the concrete in that thing was a force to be reckoned with. And there's, you know, it's hard for concrete to collapse on itself. You know, that's like if you have a rock. You, it's it's very hard if you have a massive rock to smush it down. You can take chunks out of it, but for the rock to smash down like this, that's very hard to do. Mm. Almost impossible, especially with that much. But you know that's why I that you know that whole reason when I got into that I'm like this definitely this building came down with. Outside influence. Now, who's outside influence or what the deal was? Uh, it's hard to say. No, I mean that's why I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still skeptical. But I do. I will say that there's a lot more compelling evidence yeah. for a conspiracy. You know, like can that jet fuel melt steel beams? <laughs> <laughs> there's also. I mean, this is isn't a very good counter argument at all. But sometimes shit also just happens in nature that we can't explain to. Yeah. And I and I'm not saying that, that that's a compelling counter argument. I am just saying that sometimes you can't explain science as Rick would say, sometimes science is more of an art than a science. <laughs> and you can't you just predict Rick all and Morty quotes <laughs> of eventualities. Yeah. So I mean I'm not saying uh, there's definitely some compelling evidence that more happened than meets the eye. Yeah. But I don't, know, I don't know. There's also kind of a risk in trying to just explain, oh, this couldn't have happened this way because yeah. of this. Yeah. And, I well, you know, I'm big on I'm big on evidence and I'm big on on just like on anything. Like if there's enough evidence that sways my decision one way, that's what I'm going to believe instead of just uh, believing like in just uh, in ideas like the whole chemtrail things. Have you heard of the chemtrail conspiracy? Is this still on nine eleven? No, no. This is this is just another. This is like the one that there's like zero evidence behind, but people are just saying it, and they just like they're just trying to. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. <clears throat> you know those lines that you see in the sky from airplanes? Yeah. At, like there's a, a huge conspiracy about people thinking that that's 
their government's releasing chemicals that are like mind controlling <laughs> us and stuff. I mean, it's a, I mean, chemtrails, it's like a huge conspiracy that everyone who believes in it, I'm like, okay, come on. Like, what, what are you saying? Or flat earthers? <laughs> the flat earthers are hilarious. There's so many flat well, earth I people. Well, I think that was kind of partly trolling, too. I mean, when the NBA uh, players were doing it, I think people. that they were just fucking with the media. I mean, there's legitimate people out there who believe but it a hundred percent. That's 100%. so stupid. Like, I mean, I totally get not like if you were like, I don't believe something a science man tells me just because he's a scientist. Yeah. But you could literally travel around the world yourself. But you, I mean, you don't have to take somebody's word for it. You could just travel, take know, a boat, and travel across the world. That's the thing, though. They say there's zero way to tell that the Earth is round. And Besides I, traveling across the Earth. Well, there, I mean, when you're traveling, how do you know that it's how do you know that it's a, a big ball? Because you travel from you start in this location and travel to, all the way across until you're back on that location. You mean like going like around? You the travel circle? around the world. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the logistics of it, but there's there's a bunch of people who make a bunch of arguments about how that that is not true. Because I mean, they they would probably say that you go here and the plane takes you and like you circle back around. Like so, instead of so going they don't you're over, not trusting where the plane's going. You think it's, they're just oh, trying yeah. to trick you? Oh well, you know they made the. I'm not a flat earther. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, well, I mean, what's the what the, kind of rationale can you make? That's but that's what. So like, let's say you had a flat piece of paper. Instead of going around the piece of paper to get back to where you started, you would just like go like that. You'd make a circle like over top of it. Well, if somebody else, if you're believing somebody else is in control of where you're going, but you could literally take a boat across the ocean, then take trains, and, and you could literally travel on your own without somebody else and travel across the world if you yeah. had plenty of time to do it. Well, yeah, I don't know if anybody would ever be able to do that. People have circumnavigated the globe. Who? I'm going to Google it right now. <laughs> I mean, people have traveled all oh, the way sure around the world. That's a thing I'm that sure people do. But you know, I mean, there's legitimate. There, there's the you know the you know how airplanes, windows, make things look kind of curved. Like they do, they build those like that on purpose. Like there's a bunch of, and people say, I wish I knew more about it because the the people who are legitimate flat earthers, they have like so much science to try to back them up, and it's all ridiculous. But it's one of those things like I almost want to believe that that we're just flat, we're on a flat <laughs> Earth, but I know that we're not. Well, I mean that one's ridiculous because that's one I because you could literally you can yourself not even trusting somebody to fly you around. You could travel, you could cross the Earth just with boats, yeah, and and then I like mean, cars and people like who believe that they th they would think that you would get to an end. There would be some sort of There'd be some sort of drop off, or like the world would stop at at some like location. Well, they should. Well, if they should, they should then travel to the end of the world and then prove it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is it's so funny because I I ran. I'm not gonna say who or where or what, but I was on a trip, and I was. At, it was a different family function that I was at, and I was sitting there, and and, and we got into it, and I was I was pretty drunk, and uh, I was joking about flat Earth, and then this guy, like, looked at me with dead serious, and like started talking about how the apex of this and the stars, and like like he was going into this whole thing, and he was like a legit flat Earth guy, <laughs> and I was sitting there looking at him like he was trying to convince me or tell me that everything I've pretty much known about the earth being round is a lie. And I just, I just, I looked at him and I go, I don't want to talk about this with you right now. And I just kind of walked away. <laughs> but I mean, it was one of those things where you could tell that he was a flat earther and he was upset that I was sitting there like joking about how flat earth people are, are silly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, okay. Even if you're, for whatever reason, have your crazy scientific justice. I want to see a flat earther that has traveled to the end. Did of you the find earth. a list of people who circumnavigated the globe? I was you can't not very see, narrow. It's all, it wasn't it's a very flat. narrow definition because, <laughs> let's see. Uh, did, you know why you can't find them? Because we're living on a piece of shit <laughs> all right, flat who, earth. Because <laughs> I need to get more specific and look for by transportation. Who First person to fl who flew all the way around the world. I'll try that first. But, you know, those are the kind of people who believe that all the pictures of the globe that we get from satellites and stuff are all CGI 
like the government makes them and they don't believe it. The they don't believe it. Those are the kind of people who the government, they don't believe any single thing the government says. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, I guess whatever. I, I mean, know, which is, yeah, that's fine. I mean, there's no reason you should trust but, the government at your word. But then, yeah. like, what can you believe? What is your source that you can go to to trust? Or you just can't believe anything ever. I know. that's It's it's a crazy, like, like whirlwind you get involved in when you start when you start believing nothing and only believing because what's funny about the people who don't believe anything the government says is they just believe the opposite so like they think anything the government says is a lie well you you're you're getting your beliefs pretty much from just whatever the government's saying you believe the opposite of so like you you might people who are flat earthers they may have never one time thought that the earth was flat until the government said no, the Earth is round. And as soon as they said the Earth is round, then they're like, "No, no, that can't be true. Can't be true. No, well, Earth is flat. Can't be true." Well, I mean, that was the long, longest thing for a while was that scientists. I forget who was the Renaissance scientist. Was it Galileo that proved the Earth was round just based on like physics or something? But the Church was denying it because yeah. it didn't fit within their I whole think goal. That, well, wasn't what uh, that wasn't about the Earth was round? I thought that was that the Earth wasn't the center of the solar system. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was it too. Who said? I, mean, I know that the some there were a lot of. I think the Church also denied that the Earth was round really? for a while too. <laughs> But yeah, you are right. That was the church said that we were the center of the universe and which, of our galaxy, but that's actually and what's the crazy sun. crazy is so. like they tried to kill him. They tried to kill Galileo. I mean, they like that's how the whole Illuminati thing started. Well, <laughs> allegedly, I mean, the Illuminati was real, right? I mean, that's that's a fact. Back in I the don't day. really know anything about the Illuminati, so I, I, I'm not, I haven't gone sweet, down that rabbit hole all of looking I know is it those up. Sweet and, Tom Hanks movies about <laughs> <laughs> angels and demons and. I want to believe that so bad. I want to believe the Illuminati stuff more than I want to believe anything. <laughs> I think that'd be sweet. I think that if you went to the Vatican and like you were an Illuminati guy and you were able to find like navigate yourself through s- codes and secrets and like find the truth and stuff about all the you know bad doings of the Catholic Church. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be a pretty sweet life. Yeah, well, I mean, the bad doings in the Catholic Church are pretty much public now, so. But, I mean, I, but see, I'm I'm still one of those guys who just believes that there's so much that we don't know. That the people who hold power over us that have probably done and still do a lot of things, shady things, that we will never find out. Well, if they've got all this power, they can do a better job covering up all their priests who are molesting children. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Oh, God. I, the, the the whole Catholic priest molesting children thing is weird to me. Obviously, it's weird to everybody. <laughs> but it's weird how it's weird how the church would, like, people openly say, like, no, I'm going to be abstinent my entire life because I'm, an, I'm, you know, I'm one who can speak to the Lord and I need to, you know, remain pure. And it's like, you're telling me that the most natural thing you could ever do, which have sex, is something that he he would be against just because you're a priest or something? Well, I mean, I definitely, you know, I have no problem. I think priests should be able to get married. But on the other hand, like, if that's the reason, I mean, like, that can't be the only reason, the only thing that's making priests molest children. <laughs> like, I feel like, I can't, like, it's like, if you're going to do that, why not just have sex with adult people on yeah. the DL? Like, I, I mean, well, that's, because, they, because they can't have sex with, like, men, and they're just around little boys all the time. Like, I, it's, it's why like, why are they only around little boys? Are there little girls that get molested by priests? I mean, probably it happens, but like I think it was part of the maybe the reason that the kind of the stereotype it is how it is is you've got the altar boys that are working with the mm. priests so closely. Well, then there's the whole conspiracy that pedophilia is some sort of like satanic. It gives you like power. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, oh yeah, look into it. If if it, there, there's this there's this huge it's another huge conspiracy that I've looked into. I don't believe this one either, but I enjoy looking into them. But wait, this, you don't believe that Satan gives pedophiles power from molesting children? Well, no, I don't believe that. Surprisingly, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but but I'm telling you, it's it's crazy how many people 
in positions of power in, organi- in organizations are accused of like mass pedophilia. They're, like apparently there's something with with molesting kids that is supposed to give you some sort of like some sort of like uh, godly powers. I, it's weird. <laughs> it's it's real. It, it, I mean, it goes back to the whole PizzaGate thing. I mean, it, it there, there's so if you do you know who Alex Jones is? I barely know. I just know that he's kind of he's he's a like far right wing guy. Yeah, right? yeah, and he's he big time conspiracy guy. But you know, people like him, they come at you so like when they're when they're talking, they don't let you get a word in or stop what they're saying. So like it's hard for anybody to like prove them wrong almost because they're just sitting here firing off alleged facts and all this kind of stuff. But when I was listening to him, I was like. Jeez, they're so like the world's run by a bunch of godly powered satanic pedo- <laughs> pedophiles who are just controlling the world, like the whole new world order thing. And, and I, I just know thing. he's throwing out a lot of hot takes, and I, I I can't remember what those hot takes were that were getting attention in the in the oh, media. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, I definitely believe that it's. I always compare it to the whole Michael Jackson, like diddling little kids argument, where it's if somebody says something about you for so many years in a row and it's the same thing, I bet you there's some truth to it. So well, like I, I think they I mean, didn't they like admit that he was at least sleeping in a bed with children? Yeah, yeah. So but, I mean like that means he, he didn't he, cl- he would come out all the time and just be like, No, I love children, I would never do that and all you know. So like there was people who were like, No, Michael Jackson's not this, but for so many years they made this claim. And that's where I think you start having truth is when, like, for 20, 30, 40 years, people are saying the exact same thing about you or about something. That's that's when I start to think, okay, maybe there's some truth. Because normally if it's not true, it tends to just die off and, like, you don't hear about it ever again. But when when you start having, like, big conspiracies that over the years, like, people just – that doesn't change and – it's always the same thing that they're saying. I start to think, well, maybe, maybe there is something, you know, bigger going on here. But, you know, that's that's just my take on conspiracies. <laughs> you know, for for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of crazy things out there. Yeah. I mean, like I, I certainly, even though I'm, I'm just kind of on principle. I mean, just you know, without when I don't read some, if I didn't read anything and somebody threw a conspiracy, I tend to believe it isn't true. Yeah. But I mean, I certainly can believe anything's possible. I mean, there are probably with as many, you know, crazy conspiracies out there. I mean, some of them are are probably true. I mean, I do, I do find it weird though, that the government, like if you, if you move to the boonies and you build your own house and you're like, you, you make self-sustaining energy and self-sustaining, like you have your own, like they don't want people to be able to sustain themselves because then, then they lose control over Oh, them. yeah. That's weird to me. I feel like they would want, like, I feel like for a better world, you would want people to do more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, but then the government does have no control over it. You don't, like, how they can, you can't answer, they can't, you can't answer to them as much but, if they, you don't need but them. But I mean, you could, they just don't, they wouldn't have control over, like, where your money's going. I mean, they, they could, they could be like, okay, you, like, we know where you're at. But if they're they're just not contributing to like any anything financially because they've become so self sustainable. Well, that's, that's I mean, just weird. If, if so many people are like that, well, there's no need for a big government then. Yeah, because if Which, everybody, yeah. if most people can take care of themselves and they don't need it, it'd be. I you know it. This is like a lot of things that we talk about. I would love to be able to put on like a a VR mask and like or get plugged into some war like alter alternate dimension and see all these things that like we talk about play out in like an entire lifespan like i would love to see what would happen if we like the people took down the government like well i would like <laughs> to see where the world would end up or or if there's some sort of like massive world war and it just went to complete like an- annihilation of everything, and it was like Zombie Land, where you just so run like there's the boom boom time, and we <laughs> all are just living after the boom boom. That was before the boom boom. <laughs> but I don't know. It's fun to talk about. Yeah. But only if you only if you like 
slightly want to believe in it. If you don't like ever want to believe in conspiracies, it's probably just annoying to talk about. I don't. It's not that I don't want to. It's just like there's no way that I can like n- know. So it's like fr- I, those kinds of things frustrate me. Like I, I'll t- I like talking about a nice philosophical debate, but conspiracy theories are frustrating because at the end of the day, I'm still trusting somebody else what somebody else tells me because I don't have the scientific knowledge to. Yeah, which that's fair. I mean, wasting your time on like worrying about it is probably yeah. not worth it. But it is it is one of those things where I if you're not co- if you're not keeping the people who are, have power over you in check or at least trying to then they probably will just like run run your entire world without you being able to do anything about it. Well, if the government is this powerful that they're controlling everything, I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. So that's kind of <laughs> seems like an exercise in futility. Just, just a lose-lose. Yeah. Like if they're all this powerful that they're controlling everything, then like what the fuck am I going to do about it? If I ask too many questions, I'm just going to disappear anyway. So it, wouldn't it wouldn't it be strange to be on your deathbed and someone like comes and just was like, yeah, you were just like a tiny little pawn and like uh, the people who have all the money in the world, like you're just one little, one little, you know, game piece that's moving around <laughs> that, that they just play with you. And like, you find out that you just meant nothing in life and life means nothing because <laughs> these people just run, have every say over what you can and can't do. Yeah. Well, I'd say that, yeah, it's a buzzkill, but I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> Who knows? If you don't believe, I mean, what's yeah? I mean, even their earth, their power kind of means nothing if there's no point to life beyond that. So, <laughs> so even they think that all these powerful people think that yeah. they have control, but like the universe is so big and we're so tiny anyway that yeah, comparatively I'm, they don't have any power either. So. I'm really hoping that in our lifetime, alien like extraterrestrial life form comes to be something that is like ob- like true like we see it we interact with them you know how big of a just wave that would just shake that would shake so many people's religious beliefs like foundations of life beliefs like if we well it, it would probably create so many new religions too yeah. it, depending on what kind of life forms that we run into whether they are more or less advanced than us it would, I mean, like, let's say we meet, like, a powerful group of beings that they're, like, so much more technologically advanced yeah. intellectually. Like, there's going to be so many people that start worshiping them, oh, and know. there's going to be new religious wars Wouldn't about that be, it. That'd be crazy, though. I just, I really want it to happen, because I feel, I do I do think that there's life out in the universe. I, I, I would think that you would be silly to not think that, with how big the universe is, that we're the only things that are, like, living on it. So, I'm just really hoping that I get to see in my lifetime us interact with extraterrestrial beings. It was, it, I mean, it's hard to say whether that would ever happen because, I mean, as huge as the universe is, are we? would we ever, you know, actually run into another? I hope so. I mean, you know, this is this is like one of those things that gets talked about a lot is with the advancement of technology, and with drones and, you know, it, technology is always going to be increasing. It's always going to get better and better and better. So at some point, we will have the ability to travel beyond what we've known, see things. You know what I mean? And or we'll hit our zenith, and then the boom-boom time will happen. We'll <laughs> go back to square one. But, yeah, I mean, and and I, I thoroughly believe that we will get to a point where we can travel the universe and, and explore, and I think that we will see a lot of things that a lot of people were hesitant to believe in. I mean, I I don't necessarily believe in, like, the vintage gray alien guy who's, yeah. like, I walking mean, around. As far as we've been able to travel so far as we've found... Our planets that we've kind of studied so far, I mean, there's, like, Mars has may may have had water at one point and could have theoretically supported life. Yeah. But so far, we haven't ex- gone beyond that and haven't really found. I mean, they certainly, what do you mean, do I believe in aliens? Do you believe that there's other life forms, tr- like, living in the universe? I mean, it, I guess if you think about how big it is, it's certainly likely I mean, what kind of is it like intelligent life? Is it life period? Because there's just so much. I mean, if you think about infinity, if you th- endless you know. possibilities, then there's certainly going to be planets like Earth that could support life. And yeah, 
It's crazy. That's a whole nother podcast right there. It's talking about in infinity and different universes because that the idea of like infinite amount of universes is just crazy. It's a crazy thought. Yeah, it's so bad. I would love to find someone who is like an astrophysicist person to come talk on the podcast about the universe and life out there. We need to find somebody like if we that. We had, you know, maybe like a poor man's Neil deGrasse Tyson. What's yeah. it? Is that his name? Ty- Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, Tyson. Which uh, this is a kind of sidetracked to the point, but uh, <laughs> when he tweeted something that like he said it in like smart language, but. He it would basically boiled down to like wars are caused by conflict between people, and like as he he said it in much more kind of big words intelligence, but somebody retweeted it and said breaking news: science man says wars are caused <laughs> by conflict. And then you read his tweet and it's like, well, yeah, that is basically what he's saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, which was kind of funny because every once in a while, like people like scientists will tweet something. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of fucking obvious. Yeah, and then it's so funny how that's like how we get our information by tweets. Yeah. I wonder how long Twitter is going to be around. Yeah, Cause it's, uh, it's not doing the best. It's out of not, all the social it's not media. as like popular as uh, among the young kids as it used to be, but no. people still, people who do kind of go to that more for news and information. Yeah. Like, I mean, Facebook is just ever, it's just all shit, but it's, like, you're so right though. It's, People, especially you know, like but sports fans and people that are following who are into politics, yeah, a lot of them do. You know, Twitter is kind of where they go to yeah. comment and follow things. And yeah, I mean that's a but you know that's a great way to get news. As far as yeah, social media platforms go, because there's verified and you can kind of. I think I think Instagram will be king king of social medias. I think I think Snapchat should have taken should have take the taken the uh, the Facebook buyout option. That, I mean, Facebook offered to buy them out for like $2 billion, and they said no because they thought they were worth like $20 billion, which is audacious because they have no real sustainable way of making money. But <clears throat> I think that uh, I think that Instagram and YouTube will be, will be kings of the social media world because Facebook, yeah, it's just garbage. Twitter is just – I think it's just going to kind of fade into the, into the abyss, but – Instagram and I think and Twitter has a niche role, but it's never going to be as popular as it was. I do like the fact that Twitter is open. You can put anything. I mean, you have porn stars on there putting legit pictures of like penises and, and vaginas. Well, you can't put anything because Twitter does take things down. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm, because I know yeah, Twitter's oh, taking things down. They take do that, they really? When the, if you're like famous and you tweet something like super how do they let porn stars put naked pictures up there all the time? I mean, that's fair game. I mean, I think that, I don't know, but every once in a while, if you get big enough and you're go- breaking Twitter's rules and violations, things have gotten deleted. Really? It doesn't happen very often. Who was it that got banned from Twitter? I think Milo Yiannopoulos got banned from Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he did get banned from Twitter. Yeah, he w- he's an interesting character. Do you know much about him? I, um, you- other that he's very, he's... A hot, hard right, hot takes, and he's gay. So, and he's Jewish. Yeah, and it's so funny because people call him a Nazi, and he's a gay Jew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's got that he's got that victim status, but he's also using his white privilege, so yeah. people don't like him. So, yeah, I but don't he know, did. Man. What was it that finally uh, did him in? Because he was big for a while, but then he got fired. It was the mm. whole thing when he was talking about. You know him as a young kid, like hooking up with an older yeah, priest, yeah. and he like was like making jokes about it, how he like corrupted <laughs> the priest, and everybody that was like him pushing. That was the thing he said that went too far to where he's not big anymore. People are so strange. There's so many strange people out there, but you know, that's gonna be one of the things we're gonna have to deal with is putting our opinions out there publicly and. Just see what I, I hope we get so many people who just are trolling us. I, I would love to become important enough and you know and people listen to us enough that we get a, a bunch of reactions. Yeah, from, from I mean you're saying. not famous. <laughs> One, the day you're getting death threats is the day you know you've made it. So, well, on that note, I hope uh, I hope that we start getting death threats soon. I hope I hope people come try to take our life because we're just too we're just too <laughs> well, controversial. Easy there. I mean, I don't want to have to you know put <laughs> extra security on our little apartment and start having to have guns in uh, the podcast a, it's studio. It's a townhome. 
So town home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if people are trying to kill us, we're gonna need more than a bow. Yeah. We're gonna need some. More. But that's the thing is, I don't feel like I don't feel like our takes are controversial enough to like cause an uproar. I feel like we're gonna have to have people on here who have extremely one-sided opinions. Yeah. I mean, because we're going to say things that would upset people, but like nowadays, if you really want attention, you got to throw out some hot yeah. takes. you got to be ridiculous. Yeah, we're, we to fight, get famous enough and get our date, we would have to say some insane things. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But, I tell you what, we're just, we've been over an hour for a few minutes now. You want to start wrapping it up? Yeah, sounds good. So I enjoyed this. I mean, it's it's uh it's rare now that me and you just get to sit down and, and BS, and if it's not talking about wrestling, but I think we should do more of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down. I just uh, was just fighting through a little bit of a sore throat, and winter's here, and yeah, I'm gonna finish my tea, so I'm gonna start uh, switching beverages to Nyquil. So <laughs> take so much Nyquil, you just pass out for a few few. It days. does sound like a good, really good way. Uh, that's what night. I did last weekend. I was like, I just I just couldn't. Keep going nonstop. I just had to take a bunch of Nyquil and just sleep yeah, till like God. That the not, next if day. you if you you know just kind of drink it for a while and take oh, more yeah. than the dosage, it knocks you out. Oh yeah, it's a good feeling too. Yeah, just it's a great just wake up confused like you don't know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> well, once again, thank you to Patriot Candles for our uh, for another great podcast. They've been supporting us now for a few weeks, whether so they want to or not. They, I mean, the candle burning here is supporting us. Yeah, it's, so. free, it's keeping us warm yeah. because we don't have the heat on in here. Yeah, I mean, support you can construe <laughs> support in any in whatever way you want to. So, Patriot Candles whiskey and tobacco candle is kind of like a uh, service dog for me. <laughs> I take <laughs> it comforts it, you. Yeah, I take it everywhere, and it's very important, and it supports me. So whether they're paying it's us service, or even agree with these Can you get it ads, certified as a service candle they so you can't can just tell, take it anywhere you go? They can't tell me that it's not supporting me because it is supporting <laughs> me whether they want it to or not. So <laughs> Patriot Candles, thanks for the support. We're just different, you know? That's just, that's just what we do. But... I'm looking forward to our next podcast where uh, we're going to have a, another one of our buddies on, Austin Veach, who uh, is a very successful entrepreneur. Yep. And, yeah. uh, Got to text him, by the way. And and need he, to make uh, sure he's right. still good to come this week. He is involved in the eco-friendly water business. So getting rid of bottles and and going getting straight to the source. I don't know. He'll Man. be able to, he'll be able to explain it a lot better than they I can. They just had but. their uh, quarterly outing, according to my sources on the gram. So. Oh yeah, where'd they do that at? Ooh, I th- I don't know. I I think they were at Tin. Ro- I don't know if it was at Tin Roof or not. I just saw a bunch of beaches out to dinner. Well, so. there. <laughs> <laughs> just a clan of beaches. Yeah. So it'll be a, it'll be uh it'll be an interesting one because there's a lot of there's a lot of questions about starting up and and how he got to where he is that I think uh, would be would be very entertaining to hear. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Z, final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, if Kevin Spacey asks you, invites you to his sex room, don't go. <laughs> but that's all I got right now. Welcome to my Kevin sex Spacey room. sex room, where your body and my body, we just body, just body. <laughs> all right, everybody. Once again, the podcast everyone hates. We appreciate you listening. If you've been listening to us thus far, you know, we might have one listener. We might have ten listeners. I'm not even sure who all has access to this. But, I mean, the the future people, you know, and people listening to this in the future will have more listeners once we're actually public. So Yeah, maybe there's aliens listening to this in the future. If so... Kevin Spacey, if you're listening to this, Please be with you. I mean, I was gonna say sorry, but I'm not sorry because you're t- <laughs> taking 14 year old boys to your sex room. First so. of all, Kevin Spacey, now that you're gonna live life as an openly gay man, that doesn't mean you can molest children. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be Chester the molester. <laughs> all right, everybody, the podcast everyone hates. We're out of here. We'll see you. <laughs>